0: You're listening to Unveiling the Magic Podcast, where newcomers and seasoned Potterheads are all welcome. Hello and welcome back to Unveiling the Magic. My name is Laura. I'm Joni. And I'm Priscilla. And in this episode, we leave the burrow and fly off to Hogwarts. Unfortunately, the school year has already started off bumpy for Harry and Ron. We're talking about chapters five and six of Chamber of Secrets. Ooh. Started off bumpy. I like that little uh, <laughs> pun that you used.
1: Got in
2: for a
0: bumpy
1: ride. <laughs> yes.
2: How are we doing, guys?
1: I'm good. I think I was telling Joni earlier, but I think I well, I told Laura, too. I'm recovering. I had my second COVID shot, mm. so it's gotten me a little down, you know, physically. But yeah. I think I'll feel better soon. But I'm excited because I'm completely vaccinated. So that's one good thing going on.
0: Yay. Yeah. Of relief, I'm sure. Yes. So Phil and I.
1: Oh, yeah. 100% being I feel a lot better about my job. (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs) So
1: I'm excited. Phil and I are officially fully vaccinated. I think actually everyone in the house is fully vaccinated now. Oh, yay. That's always nice. Yeah. Now that I think about it, I was the last one. What about you guys? What's going on? uh I made it back to Utah. Oh, this yeah.
2: One, a, a lot has happened. Uh, I made it back to Utah. Uh, Roxas turned two. Two Aww. days later, Kurt's birthday. And we're still trying to settle
1: into this, like being back home. <laughs> That's right. I saw your post for Roxas and then I saw your post for Kurt. And I was like, wait a minute. I didn't realize yeah. that their birthdays were so close to each other.
2: Yeah, Roxas is the first. Kurt is the third. Uh, We actually came home from the hospital when Roxas was born. Hello, phone. What is happening? I thought I turned it off.
1: (laughs) Casey, your TikToks.
0: (laughs) Casey, if you're listening. That's what your TikToks sound like.
1: Yeah, I didn't. Speaking of TikTok, Phil and I officially made a joint TikTok. So if you guys want to follow us. is it the
0: same one? Or is it? it's what do you mean is it the one that i follow like phil's or is there a separate one?
1: Oh, did you follow i am not kip
0: yes no it's a
1: separate one that one is his be doing kip um but we it's phil and priscilla so okay i want to give us the follow we we did a little video yesterday while we were at dinner i was like why not oh, to oh. find you guys well, that's fun but were you saying so when when oh, you yeah. gave birth
2: yeah, so when we had Roxas, he was born on the 1st, and we came home from the hospital on Kurt's birthday,
1: mm. so. That's a good mm. birthday, though. Yeah, it's his, his
2: birthday gets outshined by Roxas's now. Um, <laughs> I feel kind of bad. Oh. I tried to do what I could, but we were both really tired, and he had to go back to work, so. Yeah. I mean, we just had a month in Florida, so that was basically for him anyway. That's true. Yeah.
0: He had a good time, I'm sure. Mm-hmm.
2: What about you, c s c
0: um i am getting ready to go to utah yay. when do you when do you officially go uh a fly-in friday yay and well today was may the 4th i oh, wore yes. leia buns i know they were so cute i saw that <laughs> <laughs> and um we had star wars on all day by the waiting chairs oh, so That was cute that was cool oh that is cool
1: bunch of nerds over there huh Clearly. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I should
2: have come to your. I mean, I need to go to North Carolina, but I should just like sit in your waiting room and maybe I'll actually watch the series. <laughs> have you never I watched know, I've been Star Trying Wars? to Get Joni? I've seen the first one of like the chronological when it like came out, not.
0: Came out. So she saw the episode.
2: Yeah, and then I'm, like, halfway through the second one, but things kept happening. I kept falling asleep. No offense to the movie. I'm just a tired person.
1: <laughs> like, I don't think the movie's bad. You fall asleep a lot. I feel like a lot of your and then I fell asleep, or yeah. then I got tired. <laughs> I get tired playing Pokemon Snap right now, so I just get tired a lot. Oh, like, yeah. That, too, guys, Pokemon Snap is out, and I'm absolutely obsessed with it. So is Joey. Yeah
2: yeah like,
1: the and thing I'm is,
2: just jelly, yeah, Roxas doesn't stop moving throughout the day, and so I like by the end of the day, I just sit and then I fall asleep pretty quickly, so i'll I'll get there, I plan like my plan is to watch it while I do my cross stitch so that I'm doing something with my hands to keep me awake, yeah, but I haven't touched that in a while, so I'll
0: get there, yeah, I promise I mean. When you said you were watching Star Wars, that was like months and months and months ago, Joni. <laughs> that was like two months ago. Don't be that dramatic. It Jeez. was not two months. What? And like two
2: months ago was March? <laughs> so like February,
1: maybe. It's winter time. I know that. Maybe. So you were trying to watch them all during that time?
2: Yeah. i I started A New Hope. Is that the first one? yeah i watched that one i'm like i watched it i will watch the second one because i (laughs) watched a whole bunch of animes um, while doing my cross stitch and i have this really big project that i need to get done and i was just like i need another thing to watch i'm like well i'll finally do do star wars i have disney plus so shouldn't be that hard it really shouldn't
0: (laughs) It's fine, you'll get there yeah yeah Okay. Where did we leave off, Joni? We left
2: off with Arthur and Lucius brawling it out in the middle of Flourishing Blots.
1: Oh my gosh, that's right. Yep. And the food powder. Two grown
0: adults. Yep. Okay. So, Harry's last month at the burrow was the happiest of his life. Harry even felt a little jealous of Ron when comparing the Weasleys' home um, with Privet Drive. For the last evening at the borough, Mrs. Weasley made a delicious dinner and mouth-watering... <laughs> my mouth is watering. Mouth-watering <laughs> treacle pudding. And I said to look it up because I didn't know what it was. Do you guys know what treacle pudding is?
1: I don't know what treacle pudding is, no.
2: I, I guess know a- from the British Bake Off now.
0: Oh, yes. Yeah. So oh, my you gosh. Explain. Then I feel like I, I looked should know up. what it is. It's just a... I guess it's a cake, though, right? When I Googled it... All I saw was cakes. And so like, they do, the British do call pudding cake, right? Or
1: cake pudding. Like we call it yeah. cake. They call it pudding. They like almost, I feel like they address
0: like pudding it as really like moist. dessert. Okay. Yeah. So the treacle part of it is like the molasses slash sugar cane syrup.
2: Yeah. Isn't it called golden syrup? I have no idea. You can only get it in like the UK, something like that.
0: I could be wrong. That's what Google told me. But if you guys know better, just let us know. Yeah, I have no idea. I'm sure uh, some British
1: listeners
2: will know. Scarlet, you'll know, right? Tell us. Oh, yeah.
0: Scarlet. And I got to hear her voice for the first time on Mario Kart. It was cool.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) That was fun. Mario Kart was fun.
0: I should have jumped on, but I think Roxas
2: was going to bed.
0: Okay. Back Back to (laughs) mouthwatering treacle pudding. Okay, Fred and George set off some filibuster filibuster fireworks after dinner, and then everyone headed to bed. The next morning, they were up at dawn, but Harry was like, even with how early they got up, the house was still in chaos. People were packing up and looking for last-minute things. The stairs were crowded with people rushing up and down it with bits of breakfast in hand. They would be traveling to King's Cross by car, the blue Ford Angula. Harry didn't see how eight people, six trunks, two owls, and a rat were going to all fit. But Mr. Weasley whispered to Harry that he magically expanded the car. So it not only flies, but it can fit a large amount of people. And stuff. like a clown car. Like a clown car. Um, when they all loaded in and Mrs. Weasley looked to the back of the car, surprised, she said, Muggles do know more than we give them credit for, don't they? And I'm like, Does she really not suspect anything? Does she really think this is Muggles that this work? This is not magic. Yeah. I feel
2: like this is her just trying to ignore it and lie yeah. to herself.
0: <laughs> yeah. Definitely. In denial. Yeah. Okay. Mr. Weasley starts the engine to set off when George realizes he forgot his filibuster fireworks. A few minutes later, Fred needed to go back for his broomstick. They get all the way to the highway, only to have to go back for Jenny's diary. Oh my
1: gosh, I would be so annoyed. (laughs) Honestly, at
2: that point, I'd be like, I'm just mailing it to you. Yeah, It's a diary. Yeah, exactly. That's a good
0: thought. Because my whole thinking was my mom and dad would not have go- gone back for any of this stuff. Fireworks. Yeah, yeah. A, well, I guess Fred needs his broomstick because he's on the team. A diary and fireworks, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. They were now running very late and tempers were running high. <laughs> it's so relatable because I feel like everyone when they're running around rushing somewhere, <laughs> everyone tends to yell at everyone. That's me. Everyone's just mad.
1: Yeah.
0: 100% <laughs> preparing for every family vacation.
1: I literally remember <laughs> yes. the the day that I was leaving to Georgia from Florida for my wedding and we had oh family in town we had a family in town for Ecuador from Ecuador <laughs> they literally like they I remember they told my mom my mom told me that they were like so scared of me because I was just like in a rush they were just like standing in the middle of the living room and I'm just like trying to get like everything together and I feel like we're running behind and this was literally because the day before I made the stupidest mistake of forgetting to pick up my wedding dress before they closed I thought I thought they were open longer than they were but then that was on a Sunday and my wedding's on a Monday. So I had to, before going to Georgia, stop by the wedding dress shop and pick up my wedding dress when it was supposed to yeah. have it. Anyways, you know, so tempers were high. I was running around like a crazy person. <laughs> Probably they thought I was crazy and like like a maniac. I don't know. But I remember mom telling me they were like really scared of me.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> oh. I was like, oh, my gosh. Sorry, guys. But yeah. I but can relate. Yes, every family vacation ever (laughs) with my family (laughs) arthur commented that he could just fly the car it would be invisible and much quicker but it was a hard no from molly Mm. finally they reach king's cross at a quarter to 11 the crew gathers around platform nine and three quarters careful not to attract the muggles percy runs through the barrier first followed by mr weasley the twins run off next and molly assists Ron and Harry decide to go together as well because they were running out of time. I think the book said they only had one minute left to get onto the train, which is another relatable oh my moment. I'm sorry, but when I'm trying to get to an airplane on time, that's when I'm the most anxious in my life. Oh
2: my god, <laughs> literally trying
0: to get back to Utah this last trip. Oh, no. Did you
1: guys almost miss it?
2: I thought we were going to because... What was supposed to be, like, typically, like, a 30-minute drive from Brandon to um, the airport turned out to be, like, almost an hour. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. Oh. And the thing is, is that the whole process of bringing a kid through security is just longer, too, because we bring his car seat. So they have to check his car seat. To do all of these things, I'm like, we have to check in our bag, we have to, like, get the car seat, we have to get the car seat out of the car, take the attachments off it, put it in the suitcase, and then attach the car seat onto the wheel so that we can wheel the car seat with Roxas in it throughout the airport, and then we have to actually check in our bags, actually go through TSA, and then somehow make it to our gate. Um, But I forgot that Tampa does this thing where their security is, like, separated through gates. So it's not that long of a line.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so we were fine. That's oh, good. Tampa's a very easy airport to yeah. get through, luckily. But yeah, I can yeah. I can see that.
0: Good job, Tampa.
1: Well, yeah, thanks. Laura, good luck on Friday.
0: <laughs> we just have one connecting flight. That's that's what stresses are me Are out, you leaving out of Raleigh flights. or? Oh, yeah. No, New Bern. So that means we're going American. Oh, Okay. <laughs> I just I get really sad when I can't use Delta <laughs> like I've always been I've always felt like it was always the my favorite airline mm. even it is yeah and so when I don't like I get really anxious too <laughs> honestly
2: I didn't know that like because I used to always fly American because it was always just a little cheaper but then I flew Delta one time and I'm like oh my god like the seats are just slightly bigger to where
1: it's just better makes a difference it makes such a difference it's like a centimeter difference but it's a difference yeah i mean for some people but yeah yeah Mm -hmm. you should be fine
0: (sighs) yeah (laughs) all right so now that everyone's listening
1: to us like in our inner travel adventures everyone's like okay (laughs) move on
0: (laughs) they both bend low and push their trolleys toward the barrier Instead of meeting the red Hogwarts steam engine on the other side, there's just a loud crash. Ron and Harry's trolley hit a solid brick wall, sending Hedwig's cage to fall off and roll away. Hedwig is squawking. (laughs) When a guard asks, what the heck were you doing? Harry replies with, lost control of the trolley. Okay, so I have this pet peeve about
2: this moment. And this is also for, like in other situations, too, like in other movies, I should say, where
1: mm-hmm.
2: why the heck did Molly and Arthur not go last? yeah, oh, yeah, I yeah. agree, like i have like, that I have the that kids issue on there, yeah, I had that issue with the quiet place, if you watched that the very beginning of that, why the heck was <laughs> the mom remember. not in the back, and it was just like, no parent kid drops the toy. Yeah, or something, something like that. I don't remember. I just remember like watching them. Like I feel like any parent would just be like behind the kid, just like to keep an eye on it. Because with your back turned to the kid, anything can happen. Like the kid will veer off mm-hmm. somewhere else, or yeah, or not make it onto the platform. Molly and Arthur <laughs> spoken like a true mom. I had that issue before I was a mom too, so. That's just always been like a... That doesn't make sense. I mean, I get it, but like...
0: No, yeah. I would do that too. Why can't we get through, Harry hissed at Ron. I don't know. Ron looked wildly around. A dozen curious people were still watching them. We're going to miss a train, Ron whispered. I don't understand why the gateway sealed itself. Harry looked up at the giant clock with a sickening feeling in the pit pit of his stomach. Ten seconds, nine seconds... He wheeled his trolley forward cautiously until it was right against the barrier and pushed with all his might. The metal remained solid. Three seconds. Two seconds. One second. Mm. It's gone. It's gone, said Ron, sounding stunned. The train's left. Ron thinks that maybe his mom, mom and dad won't be able to get back through the barrier as well. Harry decides they should just wait for them by the car. Ron looks at Harry, eyes gleaming. The car! They can use a car to fly back to Hogwarts. Ron says this is an emergency, allowing them to use magic. You know, section 19 or something of the restriction of thingy. <laughs> oh, Ron. Ron's parents can get home by apparating, so they won't need the car. And I was going to look it up, but I forgot. Do you know what apparating is? I think they kind of explained it just now. Traveling by apparating? Apparating?
1: Mm-hmm. No.
0: So it's when they, it's kind of like a driver's license where you have to, you can take the test at a certain age. So everyone, like Ron and Harry are too young to do it yet, but you learn to disappear and reappear in another place. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And they learn how to do it later. Um, so that's why Ron was like, they can just operate home. They don't need the car.
1: Okay. So that's why they weren't concerned about their parents.
0: Yeah. Harry asks excitedly, Can you fly it? And Ron says, No problem. They get to the car and Ron tells Harry to make sure no one was watching. Ron starts the ignition with the tap of his wand. He pressed a tiny silver button on the dashboard and the car vanished. And so did they. The car rose, and in seconds the whole of London was below them. But there was a popping sound, and the car and the boys suddenly oh my reappeared. Mm. Uh oh, says Ron adding that the invisibility booster was a little faulty. So they both pummel it. I can just imagine them both trying to punch this button. (laughs) They're like, work. The car vanishes again, but flickers back. Saran just decides to book it out of view as best as he can. Now that they were out of view and in the clouds, they needed to find the Hogwarts Express so that they could follow it. They dip down a bit, and Harry sees it. Right ahead. There. Harry and Ron were literally on cloud nine. (laughs) I like that when I wrote it. Literally. Harry didn't think there should be any other way to travel. They had toffees that were in the glove compartment, and they couldn't wait to see Fred and George's jealous faces. But several uneventful hours later, the fun was wearing off.
1: Yeah, I mean, that can only last so long. (laughs)
0: Yeah, just like any road trip. Yeah. The toffees made them thirsty, and the boys were getting hot in the car. Why hadn't they been able to get through the barrier? As it got darker out, the engine began to whine. Harry and Ron shared nervous glances. So they pretended not to notice the whines growing louder and louder as the sky got darker. Ron started to pat the dashboard. Not far, not far. (laughs) And I've definitely done that. Mainly when I'm like running low on gas, I'm like, "You, you can got make this! It. You got <laughs> this! Make it a little farther! I know you can."
1: So, okay, do we ever get that answer why they couldn't make it through the barrier? We do. Mm-hmm. No, I haven't read it yet. Right? No, I don't think I have. Okay. I was like, <laughs> "Is no one ever gonna tell us why?
0: That? Did they forget <laughs> to tell us why they couldn't make it? What the heck!" Oh yeah, the story does just kind of keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, Harry spots the castle there, straight ahead. Come on, Ron said conjoily, giving the steering wheel a little shake. Nearly there. Come on. The engine groaned. Narrow jets of stream were issuing from under the hood. Harry found himself gripping the edges of his seat as they flew toward the lake. Glancing out of his window, Harry saw the smooth, black, glassy surface of the water a mile below. Ron's knuckles were white on the steering wheel. The car wobbled again. Come on, Ron muttered. They were over the lake. The castle was right ahead. Ron put his foot down. There was a loud clunk, a splutter, and the engine died completely. Uh oh," said Ron into the silence. The noise of the car dropped. Oh no! The nose of the car dropped. They were falling, gathering speed, heading straight to the solid—straight oh for the solid castle wall. No! Ron yelled, swinging the steering wheel round. They missed the dark stone wall by inches as the car turned in a great arc. Ron let go of the steering wheel completely and pulled his wand out of his back pocket. Stop, stop, he yelled, whacking the dashboard and the windshield, but they were still plummeting, the ground flying up toward them. Watch out for that tree, Harry bellowed, lunging for the steering wheel, but too late. Crunch. Ooh. Do you think Ron could
2: have done with Guardian Laviosa on the car? Nah, he. I don't think he's that has
0: that much power to levitate a whole car.
1: Yeah, maybe it just like soften the blow.
0: Yeah, it might have like
1: yeah done something. A little bit.
0: They hit the trunk of the tree. Harry asks, "Are you okay?" Ron seemed okay, but his wand was snapped almost in two, Oof. hanging on by a flu- uh, by a few splinters. Then something slams the side of the car, sending Harry sideways into Ron. Then another hit is heard on the f- roof of the car. The tree they crashed into was pummeling the car. They try to get out, but can't find a safe way. Suddenly, the car engine starts, and Harry yelled, Reverse! The car backed up to a safe distance, but it had reached its limits. The car opened its doors and sent everything from the boys to their trunks and even Hedwig's cage out of the car. The car was over it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The car it was, was like, Peace, get out. And don't drive me ever again. Exactly. Hedwig burst out of her cage and angrily left for the castle. She was also pissed.
1: <laughs> she was also over it. Everyone's over it
0: <laughs> the animals and the inanimate <laughs> objects. Poor Hedwig. She was like rolling around the <laughs> King's Cross and then. Oh, yeah. Oh. And she's Poor been thing. locked up all summer. Yes. She's kind of Oh, oh, gosh. I might give Hedwig the MVW. She's not yeah. even a wizard. <laughs> then the car, too, left the boys and disappeared. Ron's in trouble. Oof. Because yeah. now he lost his dad's car. Uh-huh. Harry and Ron, unfortunately, didn't arrive as smoothly or cool as they wanted. So they had to hurry to the castle. The sorting had already started. They peeked in the great hall and saw Jenny and the other first years waiting to be sorted. Harry looked at the staff table and noticed that Professor Snape seemed to be missing. Ron said, maybe he's ill. And Harry was hoping maybe he left. He didn't make the Defense Against the Dark Arts position again. To my Snape voice. (laughs) Or maybe he's waiting to hear why you two didn't arrive on the school train, said a cold voice. Snape. And Snape says, follow me. (laughs) Ooh. My heart would drop. I know. They get to Snape's office in the dungeons, shivering. So, he says softly, the train isn't good enough for the famous Harry Potter and his faithful sidequ- sidekick, <laughs> Weasley. Wanted to arrive with a bang, did we, boys? No, sir. It was the barrier at King's Cross. It- Silence, said Snape coldly. What have you done with the car? Ron gulped. This wasn't the first time Snape had given Harry the impression of being able to read minds. But a moment later, he understood as Snape unrolled today's issue of the Evening Prophet. You were seen, he hissed, showing them the headline, Flying Ford Anglia Mystifies Muggles began to read aloud two muggles in london convinced they saw an old car flying over the post office tower at noon in norfolk mrs hetty Bayliss, while hanging her washing mr angus fleet of pebbles or Peebles reported to police six or seven muggles in all i believe your father works for the misuse of muggle artifacts office he said dear dear his own son Harry felt like he had been hit in the stomach. He didn't think about Mr. Weasley's job. Snape also noticed that the Whomping Willow had damage to it. Ron tried to protest that that tree did more damage to them, but he was interrupted by Snape. Silence! And then Snape left to fetch Professor McGonagall, their head of house. Harry thought they were hardly better off. She may be fairer than Snape, but she was extremely strict. Mm. I feel like I've been Mm. talking Mm. for years.
2: (laughs) You know, some long long sections.
1: Yeah. Oh, gosh. Snape was enjoying this 100%. Oh, yeah. He was. So 10 minutes later, Snape returns, and sure enough, it was Professor McGonagall who accompanied him. She was big
0: mad.
1: She raised her wand as soon as she entered making Harry and Ron flinch but she pointed it at the fireplace and made flames appear. She then said explain. She asked them to explain themselves. Ron started with the story beginning with the barrier issue at the train station that refused to let them through. Professor McGonagall asked them what we were all thinking as we were reading, or I don't know if it was just Mm -hmm. me, but she says, why didn't you send us a letter by owl? I believe you have an owl, she said to Harry. Harry then realized that was the obvious thing to have done. (laughs) After all this, maybe I should have sent her the owl that I literally had right next to me. There was a knock at the door and Snape looked happily as ever opening the door. It was Professor Dumbledore. Harry's whole body went numb. There was a long silence before Dumbledore said, please explain why you did this. He was more disappointed than angry and Harry hated this. This Mm. reminds me of when my dad gets disappointed because (laughs) my dad doesn't really get angry and he always usually gets more dis... Well, not anymore really, but growing up. Yeah. I'm a lot like my mom. We're both very emotional. So we wear our emotions on our sleeves. My dad's not like that. He if he gets upset you're like oh my gosh something's up and it's like more of a disappointed thing so it's kind of like oh it's even worse you know
2: yeah i can't picture your dad mad yeah
1: it doesn't really yeah so that's what it made me feel like oh he's disappointed that's worse (laughs) it is so after harry explained everything him and ron assumed they were going to be expelled and dumbledore said not today he mentioned he would be writing to their families and warn them that if they did anything like this again, he will have no choice but to expel them. Snape looked as though Christmas had been canceled. <laughs> he says, surely acts of this nature. Professor Dumbledore pretty much cut him off and says, it will be for Professor McGonagall to decide on these boys' punishments, Severus. Yeah. Snape left with Dumbledore but not before shooting a look of pure venom towards Harry and Ron he was so upset he's basically leaving and he's like seriously these boys are getting away with it Yeah. and there they were left with Professor McGonagall Ron mentions he wanted to watch his sister get sorted and she tells him the ceremony is over and his sister is also in Gryffindor this brought up the subject of whether or not I know all the Weasleys (laughs) This brought up the subject of whether or not Gryffindor should lose points, and Harry made his case by saying everything happened before the start of the the term. She agreed she wouldn't take points from Gryffindor, but gave them both detention. She raised her wand again and pointed it to Snape's desk, where a large plate of sandwiches, two silver goblets, and a jug of iced pumpkin juice appeared with a pop. They ate in there and then set off to their dormitories. They got to the secret entrance to the Gryffindor Tower, where the painting asked for the password. They realized they didn't know what the new password was, but help was there almost immediately. They turned around to see our girl, Hermione. Hermione. There you are. Where have you been? The most ridiculous rumors. Someone said you'd been expelled for crashing a flying car. (laughs) Well, we haven't been expelled, Harry assured her. So basically, she's like, so it is true. She gave them the new password, which was a waddle bird, and her lecture was cut short when they were met by everyone packed into the common room. (laughs) Brilliant, yelled Lee Jordan. Good for you, said a fifth year Harry had never spoken to. (laughs) Even Fred and George were commending them, which is not much of a surprise. I think they wished they would have thought of it themselves. Harry Mm -hmm. did notice one person who didn't look happy at all, Percy, who seemed to be trying to get near enough to start telling them off. Harry nudged Ron, who got the point at once, and they rushed to their dormitories as they said goodnight to Hermione, who was not pleased. Harry and Ron couldn't help but enjoy all the positive attention they were getting. The next day, however, was not quite positive. I feel Mm -hmm. Hermione. I know. But I feel like Ron's about to get, you know. Yeah. Some Potter
2: privilege right there.
1: Um, They started their day with breakfast in the Great Hall. Morning, said Hermione with a disapproving voice. (laughs) Neville was also there and greeted them cheerfully. Neville was, I didn't say this, but Neville was one of the people that were like praising Harry and Ron the night before. Yeah. At this point, mail was due any minute. Seconds later, a package bounced off of Neville's head and something large and gray fell into Hermione's jug, spraying them all with milk and feathers. I always forget how to say his owl's name. Errol. Errol. Okay, like Aaron, but Errol, okay. (laughs) errol said ron as he pulled the owl out by the feet oh no ron gasped ron noticed that he had just received something it's what they call a howler Mm. neville noticed uh, although here he's named neveld in my notes for some (laughs) reason (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Neville noticed as he had gotten one before as well. Open it. It'll be over in a few minutes. Harry was very confused, as was I as the reader. But we then find out why. Everyone was really touchy about this subject. Ron stretched out his shaky hand and slid it open. Neville stuffed his fingers in his ears. A split second later, Harry knew why. A roar of sound filled the huge room hall oh gosh (laughs) molly's not happy this is quite embarrassing this This y'all this is in bold caps in the book okay (laughs) (laughs) so i'm gonna try my best (laughs) stealing the car i wouldn't have been surprised if they've expelled you you wait till i get hold of you i don't suppose you stop to think what your father and i went through when we saw it was gone mrs weasley's yells a hundred times louder than usual made the (laughs) plates and spoon rattle on the table and echoed deafeningly off the stone walls people throughout the hall were swiveling around so that to see who had received the howler and ron sank so low in his chair that the only (laughs) that only his crimson forehead could be seen poor guy so embarrassed letter from Dumbledore last night. I thought your father would die of shame. We didn't bring you up to behave like this. You and Harry could have both died. Harry had been wondering when his name was going to crop up. (laughs) He tried very hard to look as though he couldn't hear the voice that was making his eardrums throb. How can you ignore that? Like, how can you pretend like you don't hear it? That's yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Absolutely disgusted. Your father's Facing an inquiry at work, it's entirely your fault. And if you put another toe out of line, we'll bring you straight back home. A ringing silence fell. The red envelope, which had dropped from Ron's hand, burst into flames and curled into ashes. That's kind of cool, though, how it like just <laughs> yeah. disappears. Harry and Ron sat stunned as though a tidal wave had just passed over them. A few people laughed and gradually a babble of talk broke out again. Hermione closed foiled. <laughs> Her- <laughs> hermione closed why can't i say voyages okay (laughs) hermione closed voyages with vampires and looked down at the top of ron's head well i don't know what you expected ron but you (laughs) don't tell me i deserved it snapped ron harry pushed his forage away his insides were burning with guilt mr weasley was facing an inquiry at work after all mr and mrs weasley had done for him over the summer i would feel the same way though oh. like i would be feeling so guilty like why did i do this but he had no time to dwell on this professor McGonagall was moving along the gryffindor table handing out course schedules harry took his and saw they had double herbology with the hufflepuffs first Dun, dun, such dun, a good
2: dun. moment yes it is. i, I try to live up to watching the movie oh i know that part is so good yeah the actress who played that part lost her voice after recording that really oh my <laughs> yeah. gosh
1: i'm actually looking forward to seeing that <laughs>
2: yeah that's a good one i feel like my notes are like twice as long as everybody else's i do
1: really feel like I've mine were kind of short off. but it's all good it's all good
2: Harry, Ron, and Hermione made their way out to the greenhouse for herbology. Thankfully, Hermione found that the howler was a satisfactory punishment and was now perfectly friendly with Ron and Hermione. (laughs) Ron and Harry. They've had enough. (laughs) The trio joined the group of Gryffindors and Hufflepuffs at the greenhouses, waiting for Professor Sprout. She joined the class with none other than Gilderoy Lockhart. Uh, Professor Sprout was a squat little witch who wore a patch hat, and she usually had a lot of dirt on her clothes and under her nails. Professor Sprout actually had bandages all over her arms, which actually made (laughs) Harry feel pretty guilty because he looked out over the Whomping Willow, and it had slings on some of its branches. Gildery, on the other hand, looked perfectly unbothered he greeted the class explaining to them that he was showing professor sprout how to properly doctor a whomping willow
0: Mm. and
2: sprout looked annoyed and she directed the class to join her in greenhouse three which was exciting because greenhouse three had a lot more dangerous plants than any of the other plants they have worked with before Mm. and Just as Harry was about to follow the class into the greenhouse, Gilderoy pulled Harry to the side and asked Sprout if he could talk to Harry. The scowl she gave Gilderoy told Harry that she didn't approve,
1: but Gilderoy disregarded
2: that and continued to pull Harry aside. I hate him.
1: (laughs) I know. I just read this too for the first time, this chapter. This is actually the one I'm on. Well, I'm on the next one now.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: And I just like, I do not like his character. Like and then the whole like classroom interaction thing, I'm like, I can't with him. Oh my yeah. Harry,
2: Harry, Harry, Gilderoy lectured Harry. Gilderoy began to blame himself for Harry's actions of flying to Hogwarts. Harry, completely stunned and confused, tried to explain himself to Lockhart, but as usual, Lockhart did not let him get a word in edgewise. Lockhart droned on about how he gave Harry the bug the spotlight after he got Harry on the front page of the Daily Prophet. He said, Just calm down, all right. Plenty of time for all that when you're older. Yes, yes, I know what you're thinking. It's all right for him. He's an internationally famous wizard already, but when I was 12, I was just as much as a nobody as you are now. In fact, I'd say I was even more of a nobody. I mean, a few people have heard of you, haven't they? All the business with he who must not be named. He glanced at the lighty- at the lightning scar on Harry's forehead. I know, I know. It's not quite as good as winning. which Weekly's most charming smile award five times in a row as I have.
1: Is that really something to be proud of as a wizard like you want is that something that you should be like flaunting i don't know i don't know Uh, yeah i mean defeating he who must not be named would definitely be that in my opinion but i mean
2: yeah i feel like Gildoray just lives in his own little
0: yeah definitely world yeah
2: Gildoray then lives leaves Harry with a wink. Harry is so stunned about the interaction that he nearly forgets that he has to be in class. (laughs) He's probably like, what the heck (laughs) just happened? (laughs) In class, Harry finds Professor Sprout in front of a table with a bunch of earmuffs on it. Sprout begins class explaining that they will be working with Mandrakes. Quickly, Hermione earns Gryffindor 20 points by explaining that Mandrakes, or Mandragora, had restorative properties that would restore someone from their transfigured or cursed state, but also the mandrakes' cry was fatal to anybody who hears it, hence the earmuffs. Thankfully, the mandrakes they were working with that day were not fully grown and would only cause them to pass out if they heard their cries. After the class put on their earmuffs, Sprout demonstrated the repotting process by pulling one out of its pot, and Harry was stunned to see that what he expected to be roots, he was instead met with what looked like an extremely ugly (sighs) baby that clearly was screaming at the top of its lungs.
1: Is this part in the movie? Because I'd love to see what mandrakes look like. Mm -hmm. Okay,
2: yes. The class separated separated into groups of four and went on to start their work justin finch fletchley a hufflepuff joined the trio before the earmuffs went on he introduced himself explaining that he was a muggle-born and he had admired lockhart and how how he introduced lockhart's books to his mom to show how helpful it was to have a wizard in the family after herbology they made their way to transfiguration which went as expected the only issue was ron's wand was proving to be a problem his spellotape solution was not enough and he was unable to properly perform spells.
1: Spellotape? You know? I didn't you?
2: know that yeah. Scotch tape or regular tape was actually called Cello tape. Was it? Yeah.
1: I didn't tape? know about that.
2: Yeah, because like Scotch tape is, is a just brand. A, a brand.
1: Mm. I gotcha.
2: Yeah, so that's like the play on words. But I didn't get it until I. I guess kind of like
1: that. how people used to call. Well, people say diapers, but like they used to say Pampers, or I, some people mm. still say Pampers. That's yeah. a brand. Or band aids. Or band aids, yeah. Yeah. What are band aids called? Adhesive bandage. Bandage. Yeah. Okay. I,
0: don't know. <laughs> I should know. I'm like Laura. You should know. Yeah, you work with them. <laughs> They're just band
2: aids. Yeah. I'm yeah. Just, that's all there. The thought of asking for a new wand was out of the question due to it being completely his fault that it was broken and he could not risk another howler. During lunch, the trio consulted their schedules and found that their next class was Defense Against the Dark Arts. Ron, making sure to point out that Hermione had lined the class on her schedule (laughs) with hearts, blushing, she snatched
1: her schedule back. Oh my god. Does she have a little crush? just a little one <laughs> he wrote yes. all the books
2: <laughs> while in the courtyard before defense against the dark arts harry is stopped by a mousy looking first year gryffindor colin creepy colin asks harry for asks harry for a picture a picture harry questions to prove that i met you colin proceeds to tell harry all that he knew about harry and how excited he was uh, how excited he was to learn about the wizarding world stating that he had it known all that he could do was actually magic until he got his letter then at the end of his ramble colin asked if harry could sign the picture that he wanted them to take you're giving out signed pictures potter oh, God. snarled none other than draco malfoy his voice echoing through the courtyard. Draco shouted out to the entire courtyard, telling everybody to queue up for Harry Potter's signed (laughs) pictures. Harry angrily denied the accusation.
1: Okay, Draco is obviously a little jelly.
2: A little jelly.
1: Just a little bit jelly.
2: You're just jealous, piped Colin, whose entire body was about as thick as crab's neck. Jealous, said Malfoy, who didn't need to shout any more. Half of the courtyard was listening. Of what I don't want a foul scar across my head, thanks. I don't think getting your head cut open makes you special myself. Ron was about to fire a spell at a fifth-year Sly- Slytherin whom sneered about Ron, about how Ron would have benefited from Harry's picture since it was worth more than his house. But as if summoned by any scene that mentions signed photos, in comes Gildore Lockhart.
1: <laughs> oh my god, I bet you at this point Harry's like, oh my god, this is the last thing I needed. Like, right. I would be so upset.
2: As usual, Gilderoy ignores Harry's explanation of the situation and states that she he should have known Harry was offering signed photos, then offers Colin a picture <laughs> of both Harry and himself. After the situation dissipates, Gilderoy walks Harry to the Defense Against the Dark Arts classroom and proceeds to lecture Harry once again, stating that he saved the situation by jumping into the picture and that passing out signed photos was a bit big-headed at this stage of his fame. Once in class, Harry hid behind all of his Gilderoy Lockhart books to avoid seeing the real thing. Ron teased him, stating that Ginny and Colin should make a Harry Potter fan club. Which I just think is really funny, because we now have a podcast about Harry Potter. (laughs)
0: True. the Wizarding World app is now called Harry Potter Fan Club.
2: Oh, is it? Yeah. That's funny.
0: Gilderoy addresses the class by stating
2: all of his titles, and I just wanted to read it. Me, he said, pointing a picture on his book. Gildoray Lockhart, Order of Merlin, third class, honorary member of the Dark Force Defense League, and five-time winner of Witch Weekly's Most Charming Smile Award. But I don't talk about that. I didn't get rid of the abandoned ba- banshee by smiling at her.
0: Is that right? I like how um, people say, like, no one laughed and a couple people smiled <laughs> at that part. Like, how do you react to this?
2: <laughs> Gildoray then passes out a test to see if the students had read his books. But all of the questions were focused on him, such as what was his favorite color? Once Lockhart went through the tests, they moved on to the fun stuff after an intense buildup. Lockhart presented the class with a cage full of freshly caught Cornish pixies. <laughs> I really need to start marking this. I'm sorry,
0: sorry, I was looking at Laura's face. she was like, it like got really, really silent, and I'm like, wait, what's happening?" <laughs> Okay. The class was not
2: impressed. Well, they're not they're not very dangerous, are they? Seamus choked. Don't be so sure, said Lockhart, waggling a finger annoyingly at Jamish. Devilish tricky little blighters they can be. The pixies were electric blue and about eight inches high, with pointed faces and voices so shrill that it it was like listening to a lot of budging arguing. Budgies? i don't know what that is the moment the cover had been removed they just started jabbering and rocketing around rattling the bars and pulling bizarre faces at the people nearest to them gildery took the class's response as a challenge stating let's see what you make of them he lets the entire cage of pixies loose into the classroom it was pure chaos. Pixies went wild. They shot everywhere. Some pulled Neville by the ears and hung them on the candelabra. Others shot through the window, showering the back of the class with glass. The rest just wrecked the classroom. Lockhart told them to round them up. They were just pixies. Nope, but nobody could. So he rolled up his sleeves and shouted, Pesky pisky pesternomi. Nothing happened oh god (laughs) the pixies stole lockhart's wand and neville fell to the ground along with the candelabra and the bell rang and there was a mad rush to the door
0: (laughs) like i'm not dealing with this
2: lockhart looked over at harry rod and hermione who were the only people left in the room and asked them to go ahead and take care of the rest of the pixies and leaves the room
1: oh my gosh what kind of professor yeah for real
2: (laughs) Can you believe him, Royd Ron, as one of the remaining pixies bit him painfully on the ear? He just wants to give us some hands-on experience. Shut up,
1: Hermione. Hermione.
2: Immobilizing two pixies at once with a clever freezing charm and stuffing them back into their cage. Hands-on, said Harry, who was trying to grab a pixie dancing out of reach with its tongue out. Hermione, he didn't have a clue what he was doing. Rubbish, said Hermione. <laughs> You've read his books. Look at all the amazing things he's done. He says he's done Ron muttered mm. the end for now
1: well 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 what do we think of Lockhart I can't believe he's a Ravenclaw Ugh. oh I know gosh
2: yeah he, he is a Ravenclaw
0: oh my gosh that was two big chapters yeah yeah Joni you had a lot I know like. <laughs> okay so I know we've met Gildroy already we had the run-in at Flourish and Blots but we finally see him and his role at Hogwarts. And so I did a little about the character on Gilderoy. Yeah. And I, I just got the info. Some of the stuff are, I've known, but I looked up everything on the lexicon, Harry Potter lexicon. So he is a Ravenclaw. Sorry, Priscilla. I know. <laughs> it's all right not all of us are good (laughs) and his blood status is half blood so his dad is a muggle and he had a witch mother he was his mother's favorite which the article said probably explains how self-absorbed he is Hmm. he had two older sisters and they were both squibs so that's interesting i don't know what a squib is So they they actually do mention that conversation about whether Neville should be a squib or not happened in Sorcerer's Stone during the Sorting Hat ceremony. Mm -hmm. Neville's just like, I think we talked about
1: this for a little bit now that I'm remembering.
0: Neville's like, oh, well, for a long time, I didn't show any magic. So a lot of people thought I was a squib. Um, And then when I was eight, they threw him out (laughs) a window, was it? Mm -hmm. To see if he would bounce. (laughs) And he did. So squibs are just- uh, Why don't they, I remember this conversation? That are you sure this was
2: in Sorcerers?
0: Yes, it was in the Sorcerer's Stone in the Sorting Hat chapter. Okay. Right after he gets sorted. So squibs are just, they're born without magic. They're born to magical- Families. Um, families. Like they could have both a wizard dad and a witch mother and they can be a and squib. And
1: they don't have any magic.
0: Yeah. They don't have any gotcha. magic, but they can live in the magical world, unlike with muggles who can't do magic, but they are hidden from it. Gotcha.
1: So this brings up a question that I had um, because when we were at Universal, mm-hmm. I forgot how it was brought up, but we were talking about wizards and witches and someone said, I'm pretty sure it was Phil, that they were like, oh, well, they're all wizards in Harry Potter. And I was like, no, some of them are witches. Hermione's a witch, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember them talking about Professor McGonagall being a witch, right? Yes. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Just if you're sure that I'm correct. But Phil said that, that's weird because witches and but he's thinking of like D&D witches yeah. are people that make pact with with the devil technically if we're talking about wizards and witches is that how Harry Potter is as well? No. No. It's say in, I guess, is what it is in like the D and D world. And like he's like, Is that how Harry Potter does it? And I'm like, I don't think <laughs> they have ever talked about that, but
2: Yeah.
0: They don't
1: go that deep into lore about background
2: behind the wording of witches and wizard. Yeah. Because technically isn't the the opposite to a witch isn't a wizard, it's a warlock.
1: Right. Which is warlock would be, I guess, the m- Male, male version but of a witch I guess the wizards are in the magical mm. realm yeah, are like the good mean. yeah and witches are the bad because they make mm. uh, some sort of like dark pat
2: yeah I get anyways it, cause I was like
1: <laughs> kind of like confused because like wait are there witches in Harry Potter and I'm like am I like yes but then I'm like but they didn't it's like a technically a child's book you know yeah yeah they anyways.
2: basically just make witch female wizard
1: male
0: mm-hmm. yeah
1: Okay. I'm good now. Okay. (laughs)
0: Squibs. Squibs. So, yeah. So, Gilderoy was his mom's favorite and his two sisters were squibs. That's rude. Oh,
1: so that's definitely why he was, like, if he's the favorite and he's the only one that does magic, it's like, okay, I'm, like, this perfect person, you know.
2: So, uh, I don't know why... In my head when they're half blood, like I didn't consider them squib if they just didn't come out magical because well I mean, that's just me being Oh, I see what you mean. Oh, I can see that. Yeah. So I guess
1: is squib technically if the both parents are magical or
2: I think it's I think it's if you are come from any form of wizarding Mm -hmm. or witch if you have uh, any lineage. But uh, like, I guess in my head personally, I was just like, I just didn't consider them squib because yeah. they had a muggle father. But yeah. that's just me. That makes sense. But
0: I guess because in their blood is magical blood. So yeah, that would yeah. make sense. Uh, but yeah, I can see that. But yeah, I just wanted to add a, a little more info for our our dude. Our our new friend, Gilderoy. Gilderoy. Yeah. Which reminds me, <laughs> what where's Hagrid? I know. They, we haven't gotten a lot. Started, it's only the first day. I know, but I feel like we've read a lot and there's no hybrid.
1: Well, he was there. Don't forget, he was there for the in the Diagon Alley. But yeah,
2: he was in Diagon Alley. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Broke yeah. up the fight and stuff. Yes, he. We
1: did up the just fight. talk about him, but it yeah. did go an entire episode without talking about our boy Hagrid. I
2: know. I mean, they didn't see um, him because they weren't on the train, and the, oh, they yeah. didn't go into the Great Hall, so they. Didn't and he see technically
1: him. works with first years at the beginning, right? Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. so they didn't. They didn't even hear him. Yeah. So. I just miss him.
1: I do, too. He'll probably
2: be in the next chapter. <laughs>
1: Joni's like, settle down.
2: <laughs> Calm
1: down. Uh, most valuable wizard. I'm definitely going to stick with my choice of Hedwig because she went through a lot. I know she's an owl.
2: <laughs> Wait, we did meet a couple new characters, too.
1: Oh, did we miss? Who else did we meet?
2: We meet Colin.
0: And oh, we Justin. meet a lot. Yeah, Type we meet Joni.
1: I forgot. <laughs> Sorry, I like skipped to Most Valuable Wizard because I didn't see it. Thanks, Joni. This is what happens. Um, but yeah, no, we did. So we met the guy, the kid obsessed with Harry, Colin Creevy.
2: Yes, Colin Creevy,
1: little mousy first year. Is yeah. he, what
2: what house is he? Gryffindor.
1: He's okay. Gryffindor. Sorry.
2: Sissy. I, I forgot. <laughs> um, And then before we met Colin, we met Justin Finch Fletchley, which is a Hufflepuff. I even thought when I was writing this notes, I feel like Priscilla is going to be mad because we actually meet a Hufflepuff and, like, interact with a Hufflepuff. Mm. We haven't done that
1: with a We haven't a talked Ravenclaw to a Ravenclaw end. other than freaking Gilderoy. We <laughs> he's will. He's definitely not a good interaction. But,
2: yeah, Justin's a Hufflepuff. He is very eager and talkative, and he just, like, explained that he's a Muggle-born and he likes Gilderoy. He's kind of on the Gilderoy train, like most people so are. So is everyone. Yeah. Hermione. But I feel like after his first lesson with Lockhart, it might change. Yeah. At least
0: for a lot of people. Yeah. Could
1: you imagine being like a student like Justin? That's his name, right? Yeah. And you hear about Harry and like his gang and then you get like paired up with them during class. And you're like, oh my gosh, I'm like,
0: you know, working with you guys. And I know
1: about you and you and you.
0: I never thought about that. But yeah. Yeah. I'm sure he was pretty excited. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Did you have any I questions, think that Janet? was it, right? I think we're all going out of order. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry. But also, sorry. I didn't write questions. I didn't, I didn't either. write them. We did, I did my notes
2: earlier than I thought I would. And then I, I don't know why. This past couple of episodes, I just keep forgetting. To this keep is
1: why up. you need to procrastinate, don't you? Like, this is why. <laughs> I
0: had it's been I have two couple. questions
1: okay you literally just said you didn't have
0: any questions no i didn't, she didn't write type them. them out oh okay so, <laughs> my first question was i just thought of this while we were talking about i think your section Priscilla. i was just wondering if you remember seeing the mandrakes probably not because you didn't know what they were at the or maybe you did Maybe if you read the chapter. But when you were in line for the Hogwarts castle ride, um, there's this really it's a very long queue, but right before you get into the Hogwarts door, you're outside in the covered area. Uh-huh. You know what I'm talking about? So it's kinda like yeah. a greenhouse. Yeah. So in in one of the corners there's pots and there's mandrakes oh, in the cage. No, I missed it. And I don't pop remember out. saying them. Yeah, and they pop out.
1: Oh, I must have missed that.
0: Yeah. But if you ever go back, you'll be able to see them. Mm-hmm.
1: Good to know. I I definitely want to go back because I feel like your first time going, when you're under, when you understand a lot of it, you're kind of like trying to take so Everything. much in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like if we do get a pass, then I can go and strictly like just dedicate time to all of the little things. I feel like there's yeah. so many things that they you like they put into the wizarding world that you're just like you wouldn't even have noticed unless you actually take time to notice Mm
2: -hmm. there's a lot it was always nice just to like casually be there and not feel like you needed to see everything
1: yeah because
2: then you i feel like you can you actually take in more right you're just relaxed and there
0: yeah my other question was we we kind of asked it earlier but what my question was what's your theory of why they couldn't get onto the barrier
1: mm I have a theory, ooh, I want to hear
0: it. Well, if we go back to the beginning
1: of this book, mm-hmm. uh, we meet Dobby and his like warning of he shouldn't go to Hogwarts or him basically telling him not to go, telling Harry not to go. so if Dobby was watching Harry for X amount of time while he was you know at Privet Drive, maybe he was watching him try to get through the barrier and did can can they do magic? Yeah, yeah they he did, oh so- yeah, yeah he did magic at the yeah, my theory is that he did some sort of magic to prevent Harry from going, but because Harry and Ron were running together, it also affected mm-hmm. Ron. Mm-hmm. that's my theory, but Dobby did not think of the flying car, <laughs> no, <laughs>
0: I don't think anybody could plan for that. <laughs> yeah you do learn it later but house elves they can do a lot of magic and they can actually they're aren't they considered pretty powerful creatures because yeah, they can do magic so. that wizards can't really do mm, too interesting
2: yeah. it's like so house elves are like the servants to mainly the richer older families have them and i think i don't know where they talked about this But it's basically, the ministry doesn't regulate them because they almost self-regulate themselves. Yeah. As you see with Dobby, how he's just like... Him wanting to
1: punish himself.
2: Yeah, like he he feels this like insistent need to punish himself because he went against his masters. And so the ministry actually fails at regulating them compared to how they regulate like actual wizards and so they actually a lot of their power it's almost like they have more freedom of power Mm. than wizards do
1: gotcha
0: i do like that theory priscilla i think you're on the right track Hmm.
1: thank you very much
0: (laughs) (laughs) any questions Joni, on any of the sections i'm trying to think.
2: what would you do if you got a howler Oh. oh my gosh
0: first of all I was gonna say this when you're reading it, like, yeah, Ron's pretty embarrassed, and Harry was pretty embarrassed too when he mentioned Harry. But if I was the whole every Weasley sibling? family, yeah, I was yeah. gonna say every oh, sibling, yeah. I'd be embarrassed too. Like, that's my mom. Yeah, I don't know. I feel <laughs> yeah. like Fred and George loved it. They
1: probably <laughs> laughed about it. Yeah, but yeah, I can see that. I I feel like I would be embarrassed. I mean, I'd like. I feel like anybody would be, but I would definitely just i don't know i i'm i feel like i imagine it's a little bit like not as much but like a little bit as if if your friend is over at your house and your mom is oh, yelling at you yeah, and that that embarrassment that you feel kind of and you're just <laughs> yeah. like or if you're at your friend's house and their mom is yelling at them and you're just kind of like yeah. secondhand like embarrassment you're just like i don't know what to do this is really <sighs> awkward yeah so that's kind oh. of how i imagine feeling
0: Gosh, I haven't been in that situation in so long. I know. I've, it <laughs> happened a lot when
1: you were at my house, Laura. I mean, my mom would always get to find.
2: <laughs>
0: I even witnessed one. Yeah. Well, I literally thought of this when you read the part where Harry um, – Harry was like, oh, I was wondering when my name was going to be mentioned. And oh, the party. Think of the party, and when <laughs> your mom says, and you and Laura brought Joni and i'm like oh no
1: (laughs) you should leave that in there my mom listens to our podcast okay she really does she's still on like episode three of the first one but she says she listens to it on her way home from work
2: so i was thinking about that night too when you were mentioning how like how your dad doesn't get mad and i was thinking i'm like i don't think i even can picture priscilla's dad at that night like i just remember your mom because your mom
1: was beyond mad yeah i don't remember your dad either but he was there and i was like behind her yeah like i remember
2: (laughs) your mom coming in like dancing like real mad too and then like your dad was behind her and then like nothing
1: (laughs) poor guy was woken up to go (laughs) oh lord that's funny yeah (laughs) but yeah that's 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 how i imagine it feeling oh yeah that was a good question joni what would you guys do if you received one
2: um i would try and book it outside
0: (laughs) (laughs) really i don't think i'd move i wouldn't move i'd be be like like,
2: get out of the very well um echoey room. oh that's Um, true like before
0: it even opens
2: yeah like carry it outside where it oh, doesn't yeah. carry as
0: easily yeah that's a good that's a good uh
1: way of handling that i feel like like take it outside to like the yard or something the courtyard
2: yeah
1: and like, then sure it.
0: people are gonna hear it but less people less clearly <laughs> yeah <laughs> true yeah uh if it had already opened i would just probably do the same thing as wrong i would like slink and i'd be like Please let me be as small as possible. I'd be bright red because I get red when I get embarrassed. Yeah. I wonder.
2: So this spell doesn't get brought up until later, but there is a spell that the muffelado spell, is that what it's called? You know so, what I'm talking about, Sissy? Yeah. Yeah. And basically what it does, it, it muffles like people around you. It muffles your voice or- from people around you so they can't hear you they can't like eavesdrop into your your conversation mm, I yeah. wonder if a howler has like a probably like a a thing that prevents someone from being able to put that spell on it mm. so that people can't hear it yeah probably but I'd also try that too <laughs> try anything
0: yeah okay any more questions um oh, no I think I'm good okay most valuable wizard I think Priscilla was gonna give it to a mm-hmm. Creature.
1: I was giving it to to Hedwig. Yes, she deserves Wait. it. Yeah, I Seriously. think she does. I do. She went through a lot, and you know, she's still there for Harry. She's probably yep. upset at him, but you know. Um.
0: Trying to yeah, think. there isn't. There isn't a good one. Would you pick Ron, Joni? Um.
2: I'm between Ron and Sprout. <laughs> I was oh. just kidding when I said Ron. I'm. Well, no, not between Ron. I'm between the Ford Anglia and Sprout.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay okay yes okay priscilla has hedwig Joni has the Ford anglia probably st- <laughs> and i have the Wamping willow <laughs>
1: <laughs> so this episode we're giving it to not wizards but yeah. creatures and the objects. poor things that were affected by wizards <laughs> exactly all there you go ron that's and good harry's faults
0: Tis, oh, tis Ron and Harry. And the most magical moment. I'd probably
1: I know like this is cringy, but the howler it's kinda cool. That's what I was I, thinking. I really too. like when at the end it destroys itself. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool.
2: I think it's just like such a such a cute not cute but cool like piece of magic that they have where it's just like I need to yell at you and I can't do it in yeah. person. So yeah. I'm
1: gonna do it through letter and it's yeah. worse. <laughs> Oh my gosh, yeah. Because yeah. it's in front of everyone and you open it at school. But, Ooh.
2: like, also imagine people using howlers just, like, to prank each other. <laughs> I wonder if I wonder can. if, yeah. I just can imagine Kurt just, like, oh, deciding gosh. to, like, send me something oh like, in the middle of, like, like a of class or, like, something important. And all of a sudden, like, it's just some stupid phrase, like, poop. Like, that's what David <laughs> would do to me. <laughs>
0: yes i don't know i guess i think of the howlers can only be used for
1: i'm sure there's like some sort of thing where it's like you have to be like a parent or like yeah maybe
0: otherwise you know fred and george would have gotten like a hold of abuse that yeah maybe they're expensive yeah that too you keep a couple on
2: the side for when your kids need scolding
0: that's my magical moment too I mean, yeah. I think the Wamping Willow is pretty cool, but I mean, you don't know much about it. It's just a magical tree that <laughs> can beat you up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's good. All right. Yeah.
1: All right. So that brings us to the end of this episode. As always, thank you so much for listening. And you. if you're listening for the first time, thank you and welcome. And if you haven't left a review yet, we would so, so appreciate that. That helps us a ton. Let us know how you're liking it. And if you'd like to stay connected with us outside of this podcast, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Unveiling the Magic and on Twitter at Unveiling Magic. And if you follow us on Instagram, you will see all of the wonderful posts. We use the... illustrated book to kind of go over each chapter so you guys if you guys don't actually have it you guys can kind of get an inside look of of those chapters sometimes right Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so we have some fun stuff on there if you guys want to find us we would appreciate a follow but until next time
0: mischief managed bye bye bye
1: Okay. Okay. Test, test, test. Sorry.
0: No, you're good. (laughs) Is everyone good? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. A few minutes.
1: Okay. Rewind. Professor McGonagall asked what we were all... Wait. Oh, sorry. I see what I did. I don't think Sissy's here. Oh, she's frozen. (laughs) Hello. Oh, no. Laura, disconnect from your Wi-Fi. Try that. She can hear us. Very. <laughs> I'm gonna take a picture of her. Oh, oh dang you. it. <laughs> I wasn't the one that left this time. I know. This is actually the second time it's been Laura, not you. Welcome back. Sorry.